Keeping Realty is available Wednesday of each week, produced by Gabriella DeAngelis. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the podcast author or individuals participating in the podcast and do not represent the views or positions of any entities they represent. Coal Banker Realty is owned by a subsidiary of Anywhere Advisors, LLC. Coal Banker is a registered service mark owned by Coal Banker Real Estate, LLC. Keeping It Realty podcast is the place where we will discuss everything you need to know about buying and selling real estate, as well as the true reality and behind the scenes of being an agent today. I am so passionate about helping you achieve your goals while navigating you through the world of buying and selling by providing you helpful tips, expert advice, as well as real life experiences to help you gain the confidence to be where you dream to be. Join me as I dive into my journey to becoming a licensed real estate agent at 19, navigating through the hardships and teaching all the tips and tricks that got me to be where I am today. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Keeping It Realty. I can't even tell you guys how excited I am to just be sitting down recording this. I probably should have somebody in here with me so that when I get off topic, they can like kick me under the table, but I guess that's what editing is for, right? So let's just get into the journey on getting my license. And if you are thinking about getting a real estate license, but you're not sure if it would be the career for you, I really think that this podcast will bring you really good insight and information to help you make the decision. So before we talk about the requirements of getting your license and tips and tricks, I want to give you guys a little backstory. College isn't for everyone, and I'm one of those people. And in the last two years of high school, I was in denial. Like all my friends were going to college. I just could not accept the fact that I was not meant for it. So in my senior year of high school, when everybody would ask you, where are you going to college next year? What are you doing next year? At first, it started with UK. I knew I was never going to UK, let's be honest. And then I was going to go to cosmetology school. And then my mom and all my sisters wanted me to do their hair every day. And I was like, never mind. I don't want to do this for a living. Then I wanted to go to NKU. And then it comes time to grad parties and everything. And every time someone would ask me and I would say NKU, I would literally laugh to myself in my head, like, you're not doing that. Then it comes time to where all my friends leave for college, and reality didn't hit me for about two weeks because the pool was still open, I was working, and just kept busy. Two weeks later, I am finding myself in a crisis. My friends are all out every night, living their best life, meeting new friends, and I'm stuck at home in bed, miserable, with no plan of what I wanted to do in life. Until this one day... I woke up and I go sit on my porch and my mom walks outside and she's like, all right, what are you going to do with your life? You're not just going to sit here and do nothing all day. And I look up on my phone, careers that do not require a college education. And the first thing that came up was a course to get your real estate license. But I had never heard of anybody being a real estate agent at 18 years old until that point. So I click on it. And I see the requirements and the requirements are be 18 years of age, have attained a high school diploma or GED, completed all real estate pre-licensed courses prior to the exam. You have to do an FBI criminal background check and then apply within 60 days of passing the exam. And when I tell you I did no research, I read the last requirement and immediately clicked register. I remember just sitting on my porch, not saying a word, not going to tell my mom, signing up, 
paying for it. It was like, I think $350 to get the book and all the courses. And from that day on, I started my course. There are multiple courses where you can actually get your license in less than a month. The one I did, I know was all online and it was very organized and I liked the way that it was structured. It was a lot of videos, which I need visuals. Flash forward a few more months and I get my FBI background check and I take my test and I will be honest with you. I did not know what I was in for. I passed the class test and you have to pass that in order to take the actual exam with like a 97. And then I was taking every practice exam to the point where I was memorizing the multiple choice answers and the questions. So it comes time and it's the day that I take my test and my mom's like, are you nervous? And I'm like, no, like I've gotten a hundred on every practice test. Well, little did I know that I was going to fail it so bad. I walk out of the test like, I don't even know what to do next. I will admit that I am not the best test taker out there, but the test is also just tricky. The wording in the questions is very difficult. So I go home and I'm like, all right, what do I do next? And I look up ways to pass the real estate exam and I see Joe from Prep Agent. With a week of studying with him, I ended up passing the test and only missing a few questions. So if you're anyone like me and a bad test taker needs some extra help, definitely check out Joe from Prep Agent. He saved my life. All right, so now we are going to get into three major tips that will help you so much if you are getting your real estate license. Number one, a database, also known as a sphere of influence. And this can either be on Excel, Google Sheets, whatever. And a database is a network of people that you know or have any sort of connection with on one level or another. This could be family, friends, cousins, your doctor, the person that works on your car, neighbors, friends of friends, family of friends, anyone you don't even have had to have a conversation with them write their first and last name down. If you know their email, write that down. If you know their phone number, write that down. And if you know their address, that's even better. But just their first and last name is good. It is so important and valuable to your business. And not only that, but you will always work your sphere of influence for the rest of your career for however long you're in real estate. Another tip that kind of goes along those lines is being in a group or volunteering time to any sort of organization is so helpful to your business. One thing that I've done is for the last three years, I have been a cheerleading coach for the Spartans and it is a nonprofit organization. All of my cheerleaders' parents, all of the other team's parents, I can network to and provide my services, send out postcards, being there for them for their buying and selling needs. And it is just such a good way of maintaining relationships. And you never know when one day somebody is going to need an agent. Number two, working as an admin for a agent in your office is so beneficial when starting your career in real estate. It provides you with so much experience in the industry and exposure to transactions just listening in to her phone calls and the way she talks to other agents and clients, the way she writes emails is so helpful. And most importantly, the contract part of it, because all contracts are different. And honestly, people that are in the business for 20 plus years learn something new every day. And at the end of the day, it is just a great way to gain a solid foundation for a career in real estate. If you're wondering how do you get a job as an admin, you can talk to your broker or your manager, just say, hey, I'm looking to make some extra income and would love to do it in the career that you're trying to invest in. See if there's any agents that are looking for assistance. 
a lot of times there are. All right, now we're getting into the last tip is talking to multiple brokers before you affiliate with one. This is so important because every single broker, it doesn't matter which one it is, offers something different. Whether that is your commission split, the training, the help you get with marketing, your office space, the list goes on and on. It allows you to compare and contrast the different options and just gain a better understanding of what each one will do for you. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It is your business and you're your own boss. And you just need to see which one fits best for your needs. So now we are going to get into hardships and things that a lot of people don't realize or know about real estate. Number one is majority of an agent's clientele is from your database, like we talked about earlier in the podcast. And it is sort of challenging in the beginning to build trust among pretty much strangers and build a list who will refer you as their agent, but it's worth it. And for example, my client who I'm currently under contract with last week texted me and said, hey, I have a few friends at work who are thinking about buying a house. Could you send me a picture of your business card? And just like that, that's a few more clients. Okay, so the next one is one that probably all of you know, and it is that real estate is commission-based job. On average, agents make 2.5% to 6% of a sale, but that's before you have to pay whatever your agreed upon split is that you've gotten with your broker. Like we all know, earning a commission is an unstable income. You don't always know when you're going to get paid. And in real estate, even more, the market is so unpredictable. And there are days where I have thought about putting my license in escrow because of the cost of keeping your license doesn't add up to the cost of the money that you're selling. So many agents end up not being able to make it in this career because you have a family, you have your mortgage, you have your car payment, and you have things to pay. And sometimes real estate doesn't do it for you. You have to have another job. And real estate is a 24-7 job. So trying to work on your business while having another job, while having a family is so difficult sometimes. There are top agents that struggle so bad. And that is one thing why real estate can be so difficult because you just don't know. It is so unpredictable. However, it is such an exciting job. And I mean that in every way possible and rewarding, like getting to the closing table after helping somebody make one of the biggest financial investments and decisions of their life is so exciting and it just brings so much joy and happiness. Like I seriously love my job more than anything. I think I could talk about it for five episodes straight, but I'm not, obviously. Okay, so the next one is that when you get your license, you're not done with school. You still have post-licensing classes and continuing education. I know that it varies um, in each state, but like right now I have 48 hours of post-licensing education and it all costs money. And when you're not working another job, you're paying your dues in real estate and not selling houses, it's really hard sometimes. So the next thing I want to talk about is the personal connections and relationships that you deal with is on another level that people don't realize. People don't buy and sell houses just for the money. People do it because someone died in their family and they have to sell their house or they're getting a divorce or they lost custody of their kids or the list goes on and on. And it is hard, like their go-to person in this process where sometimes they feel alone and 
you're there to make them feel comfortable and find them a home that they can be happy in if they're starting over their life. I just had to add that in because I don't think it's talked about enough. And I think people that are uneducated on real estate don't realize that people aren't buying and selling just for money and to just buy a new home. There are a lot of personal reasons that people don't talk about. And we have one more thing that I want to talk about before I end this episode. And that is that in this career, you have to have the ability to take rejection and be able to walk away and say, okay, and still be able to have the confidence to do what you do after being rejected because it is so common in real estate. And there are so many other agents out there. It's so competitive and being told no, or that they're going to use someone else as their agent. That is okay. You just have to keep going and strive to be the best you can be. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication and just willingness to get to that point in your career where you are on top and you are leading and you may have a certain city that you are their dedicated agent and one day you'll get there. With all that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed my first episode and stay tuned for next week's. I'm so excited. There is a content calendar on my Instagram that is linked below. Feel free to check it out to see what will be upcoming. And yeah, love you. Bye.